a new podcast, Journey into the World of Language and the Cultures They're a Part of. Impact 89 FM presents Langringos. Do you hear that? Do I hear what? You really don't hear anything? I, I don't think I do, man. Do you? Yeah, I think so. I think I do. We're back, baby. That's what I hear, actually. I can hear it from a mile away. I got you guys so good. Anyways, <laughs> we, well, how are we doing, everyone? Welcome to the third episode of the Lang Gringos podcast. We are finally here. We teased you all a little bit last week by dropping episode 2.2. We know you've been waiting for this one for a while. This is one of our biggest, most important episodes. We are super excited to get into the thick of things. We are here. It's a beautiful night in the world. I've got a little bit of a raspy voice. I don't know if you all can tell. Um, I've kind of, I've slightly lost my voice, but slightly gotten it back. Kind of like how we're back in the same form. Um, so yeah, your, what's up? How'd you lose your voice? Um, it's sniffle season, might I add, here in Michigan. Uh. Uh, little bit of a, it's springtime you know the pollen's flying around the weather's changing a little bit um i thought you were just yelling a lot well i was i was at a few local establishments this weekend as well and obviously it's it's noisy in those local establishments so that didn't help matters at all and mm -hmm. also easter not like i was yelling at the easter table but um i was you know traveling sure how's your voice it sounds pretty good my voice is perfectly fine i think at least I hope it sounds as good as it always does. And we'll let, we'll let the world decide, all of our listeners it's decide. Growing, we'll growing. rate our voices. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, enough about allergy season and voices. We are here for our third episode. Today's topic is very important, very special to our hearts, and that is the benefits of learning a second language. As you all know, we've been talking about this for a while. We've kind of hinted about it because a lot of our topics have led into this one, but we haven't wanted to fully dive into it until now, until we can have a full episode dedicated to it. So we have a list of around six benefits. Derek, why don't we jump head first? Let's go off the biggest diving board straight down into the 12-foot pool and get into it. First of all, our first benefit, Derek, I'm going to have you start us off. And that is the amount of people that you can communicate with is exponentially bigger. Take us home. Man, I was going to say I'm scared to jump off the diving board, but um, all right. No, that made it easier. Uh, so, yeah, essentially, if you think about, I guess, an, I guess kind of like a tree, right? And, and like a, everyone's seen like a family tree and kind of how things branch out. But I guess family tree would be an inverted tree. Anyways, think of, of one of them, right? And then so think of like you speak English, right? And that connects you to however many people. But as soon as you add another language, that connects you with so many more people. And then if you were to add another one, then it would connect you to more and more people or whatever, right? So that, it, it seems obvious, right? But I think something with this that kind of goes understated um, are second language learners. So for example, we're learning Spanish, right? The obvious thing is that this will allow us to communicate with a lot of native Spanish speakers, right? And throughout all of Latin America, throughout Spain, but also it would allow us to communicate with people that learn Spanish as a second language. So maybe somebody in Russia that doesn't speak English and, and learns Spanish, or maybe they speak a little bit of English, but they speak, you know, solid Spanish. We'd be able to have a, a conversation with them and we'd 
we'd be able to communicate with them or someone in China or whatever, right? And this applies to like every language. And I just think it's something that kind of gets forgotten, you know, that there are second language learners. Um, and then if we were to look at like statistics, for example, English has around 370 million uh, native speakers, but it has a billion second language speakers, which is really crazy. Um, and then if we look at something like Spanish, for example, a lot. So we have almost half a billion uh, first language, so native speakers, and then we got 73 million. So, you know, it, it expands your web a good bit, not maybe not like as much as some other languages, so like French has 194 million second language learners. Chinese has almost a billion first language learners. And then about a fifth of that as second language learners. Uh, Arabic in all of its dialects uh, has about a quarter billion. So you just think of like, you can communicate with so many more people. Don't forget the second language people as well that you can, you know, it just really opens up and branches that, that tree out so much. Exactly. I, that's a really good point too, because a lot of times you would think, oh, you know, if I learn Spanish, I'll be able to go to Mexico and Colombia and Argentina and talk with those people, which obviously you will be able to. And that's unbelievable in itself, because at least in my opinion, it's one of the most important benefits, because at the end of the day, who wouldn't want to be able to talk with more people across the globe, you know, especially from different cultures. And we'll go into that benefit just a little bit, but you know, you can learn a lot about different cultures. Um, and also, like you said, the second language learners, I feel like are very important too. You know, it's not something you would think about. There were a couple of times, I've actually a couple of stories regarding those. One, I was on a language learning app, um, italki, or not italki, I'm sorry, um, Lingby, Lingby. I, I've used it in so long, I forgot the name. Um, the best app, right? Oh, God, we need an episode <laughs> on Lingby. If, if anybody who made Lingby is watching, I apologize, but anyways. Um, I was on Lingby, and I was practicing Spanish, and I was actually, I was talking to someone in Spanish, like, oh, where are you from? He goes, Brazil. And he didn't speak English and I didn't speak Portuguese, but we were talking in Spanish and I was able to communicate with him because he was learning it. I was learning it. Also, I remember I was in Barcelona one time with obviously a tour group from the U.S. And I met up with my aunt and uncle who live in Belgium and they obviously speak English, but they also speak Flemish, which is their native language. And they were in Barcelona and a lot of people who live in Barcelona obviously speak um, Catalonian as well as Spanish, obviously, but they didn't speak Spanish or Catalonian. And the waitress at the restaurant didn't speak uh, Flemish. And so they ended up talking in English and communicating that way. So mm -hmm. there's so like, obviously it's very big, the amount of extra people you can communicate directly with who are native speakers. But like you said, especially with English and other languages, the amount of second language learners you can communicate with too, it goes very unnoticed. Yeah, it's just crazy. And I guess the last point right there is something we talked about, I believe in episode one was just that connection. You know, we had that, that Nelson Mandela quote, um, of just really connecting to someone. So obviously the, the greater, the greatest connections are going to happen when you talk to someone in their language and that's really going to get them to open up. Mm -hmm. But just don't forget, you know, that it's not always about some, you know, maybe like you wanted to learn French, right? And you're like, okay, yeah. So you got people in Canada and some people in France. Oh, that's it, right? It's like, no, there's a lot more than that. You know, and a lot of people that learn French as a second language that, you know, maybe don't speak English or don't speak Spanish or another language, right? So I guess just something else um, to consider, right? And yeah. then uh, get into episode or episode. <laughs> uh, point number two, the experience of learning it is fun. 
I feel like this is pretty self-explanatory. We don't have a whole lot to go into here, Derek. We've, we've talked about this a lot and this is the amount of things you can do to replace what you do on a daily basis in that mm -hmm. language and just enjoy language learning. Because at the end of the day, if you're sitting down reading textbooks, doing grammar exercises all day, probably not going to be the most fun. And at yep. the end of the day, when you see your improvement day, day by day, you can see yourself improving um, and the whole process of it. It's just fun. Mm -hmm. It's a fun journey. Yeah. No, and, and you got to do what is fun, right? There's no point of trying to do what some guy on YouTube's telling you to do if it's if that's not what you enjoy you know there's everyone there's no point to it uh, everyone's different everyone's going to enjoy different things and that way you got to make it fun and it's a cool process a cool process to see your progress along the journey yeah I guess so getting into uh again episode oh man I'm struggling 3.3 now <laughs> Yeah, no, we're going to have so many decimal points, uh, but no, getting into benefit, well, I'll say that and then I won't get confused. Number three, opens the doors to new worlds and cultures. What does this mean? It means when you learn a language, you actually get gifted a key and you get the really? key and you can open up the door. Yeah, no, um, that would be unbelievable. Could you what, imagine? The, the key to the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the key to the city, you're like, literally like you get a key to the, unlock the doors to Narnia. Which I, I think it, it's a cool metaphor. Uh, obviously, it's not literal. Anyone, sorry if we disappointed you if you thought you actually could unlock the secret. Man, man, world, but cool. essentially, we kind of touched upon this earlier as well. Mm -hmm. Just like that Nelson Mandela quote that you said, Derek, you know, talking to someone in their native language, you know, it speaks to their heart. And when you get to, it, there's something about it, it's kind of hard to explain in words. But when you get to talk to these people and you get to talk to native speakers in their native language and you learn about their culture, with their language it, it I'm just it just feels a lot different it's more magical in my opinion yeah no and, and something i'd add with that too is like that i guess learning languages encourages you to travel or vice versa <laughs> whichever yeah. way it works for, for each person what matters is that it works right um <laughs> so you know maybe you started learning spanish and now you have a desire to go to colombia Okay, so you go to Columbia and you just fall in love with all the magical stuff there. You know, that it, it's very possible. Or maybe you just traveled a lot for, for business, right? And let's say, I don't know, you were traveling and you had a stop in, in I don't know, let's say in, in Japan. And you just saw that how different their culture was and, and you know, and just how vastly just, it's just, it's like incomprehensible <laughs> compared to ours, right? Um, and maybe that inspired you to start learning Japanese. And then the next time that you went back, you were able to actually have more connections with the people there and just stuff like that. So it's kind of like a, a, a cycle or a loop. Um, and what matters is just kind of getting it started. And then it's just going to kind of, it's a self-sustaining cycle, you know? Um, exactly. Yeah, it just encourages you to travel. And, and like, I don't know, ever since I started learning Spanish, I've wanted to go to, you know, uh, life goal is to go to every country that speaks Spanish. That wasn't a that wasn't a life goal before I spoke decent Spanish, you know. Um, so it, yeah, for me that's how it works, and you know, maybe I go somewhere else to, at some point, and it's like, oh man, no, now I'm gonna have to learn that language, you know, just because maybe I fall in love with the culture. So, I think once this podcast makes it big and we become super rich, Derek, I think we're gonna lead a world voyage with all of our listeners and go to yeah, every country. No, let's do it. Why not? Hey, you got to shoot for the moon, even if you miss, you land among the stars. Another fantastic yeah, yeah. quote. That I forgot who said it. I apologize if I'm plagiarizing, but fantastic quote. Um, anyways, going off of what your, your traveling points to, Derek, I think 
you know, obviously it'll inspire you to go to these countries, but even if it doesn't directly inspire you to, you know, let's say you're going down, you know, I've had a lot of people travel to other countries. So like they'll go to Europe and speak in English because everyone there speaks English or go to Mexico and you're staying at the resort. You know, a lot of people working in the tourism industry obviously are bilingual and they'll speak your language mm-hmm. because obviously English is the most widely spoken language in the world. But I think when you, when you go to these countries and you talk in the native language, I think it's a completely different cultural cultural experience. Like oh, yeah. going down to Mexico, instead of just staying at the resort and, you know, talking to English everywhere there, you know, you start talking to them in Spanish and you see them opening up more and, you know, it's going to speak to their heart and you just get more, it's more of a, a cultural experience, like I said, and you just get, you get a better feel of it. it it's, it's really magical and it, mm-hmm. it just kind of goes in a lot deeper, you know, than, yeah. than what it normally would. No, it's the, it's the authentic way to experience that that culture you know and, and maybe you're down there somewhere and you know the let's say the guy at the taco stand just he sees that you're really trying to put in an effort to speak in spanish even if your spanish isn't great you know nobody really sees that you're that you're putting in an effort so you know maybe he makes you a special taco or, or gives you one for free you, you never know you know yeah. it, so many little things like that are possible mm-hmm. yeah and i think like you know like going off of that cultural experience if you go to any country and speak English and you observe their culture and learn about their culture or talk to somebody and learn about their culture in, in mm-hmm. English, um, obviously that's cool. But when, when it's in that other language, I feel like in, in your brain is processing it and then you're communicating with it, it goes like through your soul, yeah. you know, and that, like yeah. that's the last thing you really need to be fully immersed in the culture. Like you can be in Spain and eating paella and sitting on a beach in Valencia with some sangria. Mm-hmm. and you're talking to your waiter in english obviously it's a really cool cultural experience you feel like you're in spain and it's awesome you know it's opening up your mind to different cultures but that last thing the only thing you're missing is the language you know yeah. the only thing you're missing and it's that final piece and it's so important because like you said your your brain is processing it it's mm-hmm. going through your body and then you're speaking it you know like you're you're living it really like that is what's so cool and it's something that's so hard to explain until you really experience it and i'm sure people who have learned other languages can say that as well it's yeah. just it's it's magical because yeah. are, are you really in spain if you're not speaking spanish to the locals some people would wager no you know yeah are you getting the full spanish experience <laughs> yeah um, I'll, I'll say and one more point i have on this one as well derek is mm-hmm. like you said learning about different cultures it's not like you learn Spanish and you learn about the Spanish culture. You learn about the culture of 18 different Spanish speaking countries and each one is different and unique in its own way. And that's, what's so cool about it. And it's not just Spanish, you know, French, you get to learn about French speaking Canada, France, you know, a lot of their colonies as well. Um, Chinese, you know, they speak Chinese in obviously China, but Taiwan, you know, the list goes on and on. all the Arabic speaking countries, you know, in the middle East, all with their own dialect and all unique and very, special in their own way and you talk to these people from every different country and i feel like a lot of times people can stereotype that as a way of, oh you learn spanish you get to learn about you know south america or central america mm-hmm. when in reality mexico is very different than nicaragua and that's different than honduras and that's different than el salvador and yeah. you know all yeah. just beautiful cultures amazing people special traditions that are different and unique in their own way and that's what's so darn cool about it couldn't agree more man. couldn't agree more um so yeah it's just you know it like we said it really just opens up the the new world so i guess moving on from the i guess hypothetical maybe or or the the artistic part to the scientific 
part now, right? Let's go into some science. Yeah. Are you, are you ready? You want you want to get us started? I, uh, let me get my lab goggles on. One second. Oh, okay. <laughs> Take us home, Derek. Oh man. All righty. So, you know, I think that. Well, no. I think no. I know. What am I saying? Um, Everything. <laughs> there are many, many benefits to learning a language at like a neurological level, right? Um, it, it's a different, so it essentially makes you smarter, right? And, and, but it's a different kind of thing. It's not like, oh, you're just better or whatever. It's like, okay, you are, right? Because you speak more than one language. Okay, you are better. But that's not like the main, the main thing, right? Um, <laughs> so, but, but yeah, there are, there are a whole bunch of like neurological levels and these benefits and whatnot, right? So like, let's say you're aging, right? And, and you're trying to fight a memory loss or something like that. One of the best ways to do that is by taking up and, and starting and learning another language. It kind of combats maybe like Alzheimer's or just age-related stuff, you know? And it just kind of keeps your brain working, keeps everything firing and whatnot. Um, and there's also, so for example, these benefits, right? You don't have to be, I guess, born and, and grow up bilingual to experience it. Like, all sorts of these benefits, right? You can start learning them later in life um, and and still get all of the benefits, which is really, really, really cool. Um, there was a, a couple of years ago, there was a study by KPBS and they reported that students that learned uh, world languages, they called them, so essentially a foreign language, for four or more years scored higher on average than their peers in math, critical reading and writing by 140 to 150 points higher, which is really just crazy. You know, that's doing four years of, of a foreign language could really just make you smarter across various different subjects. Like the, the writing and, and critical reading one makes sense, but the math one I, I think is very interesting now. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating to really think about. That's something I didn't really even know about until now. And it makes a lot of sense because as I mentioned, I'm, I'm a psychology major. I learned about a lot of different parts of the brain and obviously, you know, the part of the brain that controls language, it makes a lot more sense for it to be more developed, you know, like your communication and language skills, the more languages you're able to learn, you know, the more developed it's going to be. And that also leads into you, you know, making it easier to learn other languages, which mm -hmm. technically was, was our, our next benefit, but also, oh, was it really? yeah, <laughs> spoiler alert. No, it was, it, it leads straight into our next benefit as well, but I feel like it ties in very well too, is it makes it easier to learn other languages because obviously, like I said, that part of the brain is going to be more developed, but also there's also a lot of similarities between these languages too. And once your brain is more developed and recognizes them, obviously it's not like, oh my gosh, I learned Spanish. Now I'm going to be able to learn Italian in a day. Obviously it's still going to take time and there's still some differences. Every language is unique in its own way, but a lot, especially a lot of those Latin based languages, once you get the, the hang of it and learning one language, you learn the structure of it. Some of those structures are going to be very similar to other languages as well. And, there, you know, there's times where we've been able to listen to Italian interviews and piece together a little bit of what they're saying, or, you know, you learning Portuguese initially, like you've been able to, you can no notice some similarities between the two, especially since you speak both languages. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of some other languages that are similar to one another, but regardless, there's dialects, there's completely different languages, but regardless, getting that experience and also developing that part of the brain is going to make it easier. 
Yeah, no, I felt like I was at a huge advantage um, when I was learning Spanish in high school. So just like vocabulary and all the cognates and stuff like that, you know, um, had I really learned, I guess, Portuguese grammar when I was younger, uh, <laughs> then the grammar part would have also been a lot easier in Spanish. But I, I really didn't um, learn that later in life. <laughs> but either way, you know, I, I figured out the grammar part and the vocab part. I just didn't really have to study all that much, you know, because maybe like we got 40 new words for vocab, right? And maybe 10 of those words had a cognate in English. Okay, that's great. But then maybe another 10 to 15 had a cognate in Portuguese. So I just had to like study less in a way than, 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 than other people, right? Um, but I think something else that's like these, um, I guess this benefit of making it easier to learn other languages, right? So if we take away the, the brain, the neurological component that we were talking about before, that's, you know, we kind of glossed over that just because it's really complicated stuff and neither of us are like, you know, neuro, I don't, I guess, scientists um, with 30 years of experience. Well, I'm a psychology BA student here with almost three years of experience. So don't, don't try and discredit me, please. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you ever forgive me? Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think that, you know, <laughs> it's a little bit beyond our knowledge level right now to explain really those those changes you know those neurological <laughs> changes <laughs> but um so a, a clear benefit to and how it makes it easier to learn another language is that you figure out what works for you and we might have mentioned this before um but you know you something that we were talking about was like all those different methods, right? And you have to find what's fun for you and what works, how you learn languages, right? Um, and I, I've seen countless videos of polyglots talking about how the fourth language is way easier than the third and the third was easier than the second and so, and you know, so on and so forth. And the fifth one's even easier <laughs> or whatever. It's like, cause you just know yourself and you know how you need to study, you know what works so you just don't have to worry about figuring that part out you just have to worry about actually learning the language and, and using all those established methods that you already have so you know it's really cool and you're just adding all these tools to your toolbox mm -hmm. and I, one disclaimer i will add to this obviously this benefit is huge but mm -hmm. don't i don't want you all to think that oh because i don't already speak a second language it's going to be harder for me to learn my my first you know, like mm -hmm. don't don't use that as an excuse or something that's going to discourage you because, mm -hmm. like we talked about in our past episode, in episode two, anybody can learn a language. Anybody mm -hmm. can do it. Yes, it's going to have its challenges. It's going to have its ups and downs. But that's like anything in life. And at the end of the day, you can do it. You know, just because you're not quote unquote good at it or oh I don't speak another language I can't do it. Don't use it as a as something to discourage you. And it should be something that motivates you because you know once you get over that hump and you learn that second language, then from there it's going to be a little bit easier and you can learn even more languages and talk with even more people, you know, and further develop your brain even more. Yeah. Cause then you, after a certain point, you know, I imagine that you just kind of become like a machine, you know, you just yeah. know exactly what works for you, you know, exactly what you need to do. So it's just a matter of doing it really, you know, you turn into um, the Ultron of languages. Yeah. Machine. Or, or, or you're just Thanos, you know, adding the, the infinity stones and making it easier each time. Exactly. This one uh, giant, <laughs> the infinity gauntlet of languages. That would be unbelievable. <laughs> Reality can be whatever we want. So, we, we apologize if anyone's not into superheroes. Um, we, we are very much into superheroes. Yeah. So sometimes we're, we're going to, you know, have these little 
side tangents or analogies maybe i don't even know what to call that we could have a whole podcast on superheroes too but you will um, you all would not want to hear that <laughs> so no captain america speaks spanish did you know that uh isn't superman also uh, like he's it's, able to apparently he speaks every language yeah. apparently i mean so do i know <laughs> anyways um let's get back to what we have um and our last benefit of the day and I guess it comes with a little bit of a grain of salt or an, uh, another disclaimer. You want us to get us started here, bud? Yep. So we, we saved this one for last because we want to elaborate this on like elaborate on this a lot. And the fact that a it is a great benefit, and mm-hmm. it's something that should motivate you. But this should not be the only thing motivating you because if it is, then I would honestly just say don't learn the language. Like if this is the only reason why you want to do it, I would say don't do it because it's going to be very hard for you. And to stay motivated. Not, yeah, exactly. Very hard it's to not stay motivated. Intrinsic, right? It's not yeah. it, you have to be motivated by some intrinsic factor. Yes, exactly. So, and that is you're more marketable and you have more job opportunities when you are bilingual mm-hmm. and when you speak two languages, which is very true. And that's you know, I, I, I like to consider this to be the cherry on top. You know, mm-hmm. you got you got the ice cream, you got the sundae, you got the banana, you got the whipped cream, all the great parts of it. And then you have the cherry on top with this and it completes it. You know, you can obviously go without it, but it's anyway, enough about banana splits and Sundays. But obviously it's very true that bilingual workers, by people who work, you know, who speak two languages are more marketable, more hireable. Um, also that same study by KPBS that you mentioned, Derek, yep. bilingual workers make five to 20% more than monolingual workers do on average. And it's very true. If you can speak two languages, you know, a lot of international company, companies, a lot of international opportunities are going to arise and they're going to want someone who can communicate with clients in certain countries that speak different languages to bridge those gaps, not only in the business world, but just in general. You know, a lot of people in politics, diplomats, translators, there's so many different jobs that require people to speak two languages. And like, if you think about it, translators and bilingual people are what bridge the gap between different cultures and how we can understand what other countries are saying because without you know without those people how do we know in the world they're even saying yeah no and that's why like for example if we look at the the european union right i believe that there are six official languages to the european union and i I think that there's a requirement that each person that i guess forms part of their i guess the equivalent of their their congress or their senate Mm -hmm. uh I think has to speak like at least three or whatever so that, that they're always able to find you know maybe that's not the first language that they're conversing in but always you know maybe the second or third or whatever and there's everyone's able to communicate with everyone else in some way shape or form uh and i just think that's so cool you know and that, that's one of the things about europe and that's why europe has 53 percent uh bilingual citizens and the us has 18 and 44 percent of people in europe speak more than two languages right so three three plus compared to the us we only get nine percent sadly um you know but yes yeah, so, so just think you know if you were an interpreter for the U- european union it's like whew, you know like that's really cool right there um and and just like i guess your job would be your language skills which is kind of wild to think about that, that that's a thing you know but um yeah, I don't know. I guess also, you know, what, what you were saying about um, you're more marketable. 
you know, worst case scenario, and, and this kind of ties back to the cherry, it's an, it's another thing you can put on the resume. You know, uh, it's, you don't do it just for this, you know. Please do not, please yeah. do not. But like nobody orders a banana split for the cherry. You just yeah. don't, you know, it, it's like no one orders a, a martini for olives. You know, it, well, okay. <laughs> a great source of olives. Um, so, yeah, that, I guess that that's that's what I have to say right there. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. And like I said, like you mentioned, Derek, that's very extrinsic. Mm-hmm. And it's like anything like you got it. You really got to enjoy the process of doing it and really love it. And especially for a big goal, like learning the language. Like if the only thing motivating you is, oh, my gosh, I can become more marketable and get a job. Mm-hmm. you're, you're going to have such little motivation. And I feel like that's why a lot of times you see a lot of people in schools mm-hmm. who want to get a minor in a language or major in another language. Like, Oh, you know, if I get, you know, a major or minor, I can put it on my resume. People are going to see it and be like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like this person, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Makes it more marketable. When a lot of times in reality, like we've talked about earlier, you won't be more, more motivated and you also just be taking classes and you won't actually go out and become fluent. And, mm-hmm. come, and like communicate with these people. I'm not saying everyone who majors or minors in these languages are unable to speak fluently. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, if that's their only motivation, they're not going to be motivated to step outside and actually experience the languages and experience those cultures when all you want to do is just be able to talk with business people and use it only at work. It's the yeah. same thing with school. If you're only going to use it at work and not anywhere else, you're going to lose it. For sure. Yeah. And like, you know, just, I guess, last, last little thing on the jobs. It's like, it, it will definitely help. You know, I, I think that having an extra line on the resume is never going to hurt you. You know, it's not like you're, oh, Nick, we're not going to hire you because you speak Spanish as well. You know, it's like, no. <laughs> it, That's literally it's, impossible. Yeah, yeah it's, it's only positive. Um, but the reason we're saying, like, don't make it your sole reason for learning a language is, like, if your ultimate goal is just to get a certain job or to get, you know, I guess make more money or whatever. Um, there's likely some other skill that's relevant, like entirely relevant to that job. That's going to, I guess, benefit your salary, get you a raise more often or get you the job more often uh, than the language stuff. So the language stuff is a plus, but like we said, that's why we kept it kind of for last because um, it's not the most important of the benefits. And, you know, it's not the most beneficial <laughs> of the benefits. Um but it will never hurt. It will never hurt. There's no possible way for it to hurt at all. Yeah. So I, that's all I have, man. Do you have anything I else? believe that's, I believe that wraps it up for me as well. I, yeah, I think that's all of our six benefits. We really appreciate you all giving our third episode a listen. I know it's long awaited, long hyped up, especially mm-hmm. after we teased you all. We apologize again for that, but we appreciate you all listening. To this episode, again, we feel like these are really important things about language learning, the benefits. Obviously, our end goal is to inspire you all to go out and learn a language or help you with the process. And we hope that we have helped you or inspired you in some way. As always, if you have any questions, whatever they may be, feel free to email us, langringospodcast at gmail.com. We'll get back to you. We're happy to answer any questions, whether you just want to talk to us, any comments, questions, concerns you have, feel free to let us know. Also, feel free to check us out on Instagram at Langringos Podcast. Check us out on video form in YouTube if you are not already watching us in video form right now. Um, we're also on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, pretty much all of your favorite podcast platforms with Impact 89 FM. 
feel free to check out their website as well. Check us out on all these different platforms as well. And that's about it for me, Derek. Anything else before we say good night to the world? I was just going to say till next time, everyone. Take care. <laughs> Gracias a todos. Thank you all. I would say thank you in all these different languages, but I got to start working on that. <laughs> okay, I got to learn. For next time, next time, right? Next time, exactly. <laughs> thank you all again. We appreciate it. And hasta la próxima. Bye.